it's kind of scary. Well, at the same time, it's like it's a huge tourist trap, and I'm like, but we got to stop somewhere because getting all the way down to Phoenix from where we were was a long ass drive, and we like need to stretch our legs. But we both got there and spent like two hours, and we did not have that shit to do. It was hot. It was dry. It was filled with white people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They were all things that I did not enjoy. Yeah. And it was just fucking scary. Well, yeah, there was, like, a lot of those white crystal New Agey shops around there because it's, like, a tourist trap on the way to the Grand Canyon. This is Flagstaff, by the way. I'm Jordan Marika, and this is Amari McGowan, and this is Rambler. I didn't even know that you started. I had to, because we already started talking. And if we (laughs) don't catch it, then we're (laughs) fucked, you know? (laughs) I don't know what I expect. I should just already assume that the microphone is already on. Always assume that the microphone's on. Because I don't want to risk the biscuit with these airpods <laughs> what nothing risk the biscuit yep <laughs> what does that even mean please explain risk the biscuit to me <laughs> i don't know <laughs> is it just uh something that someone in your family says like my grandma calls calls people Maynards sometimes. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> You've never heard of risking it for the biscuit? No, never what in my life. Is this because you were raised for... by like 80 year olds? <laughs> <laughs> you know what Listen, phrase? I just, I just googled it. You know what phrase? It's on Wiktionary. You know what phrase you've never heard, but is very popular in my family. What? Shit, rip and piss, wonder. What do you mean? I've never heard it. I absolutely have, and I know precisely what it means. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I told you the tale of the shit, rip and piss, wonder. Yes, in Idaho. Yep. Actually, that's a lie. Twice you talked to me about it in South Dakota, mm-hmm. and we talked about it again. Well, that was because in South Dakota, we almost had the chance to be in a real shit rip and piss winter. And then in Idaho, we're coming back through, that thunderstorm is happening, like the lightning storm, and then that freaking field catches on fire and there are flames everywhere, and we're like, oh. That was nearly a shit rip and piss winter. But to risk it for the biscuit is... (laughs) To take a risk for the chance of some benefit or reward. It's a thing. It's not just me. Okie dokie. Let's see. Who said risk it for the biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is I believe you, back? Amari. I'm just laughing because it's silly. I know you're <laughs> for real. Listen. Listen. I'm being sensitive at the moment because this person that I'm talking to keeps telling me that he doesn't understand what I'm saying and that I don't make sense. And so now I'm like, I make perfect sense. You do make perfect sense. I'm just saying that that's a colloquialism that I'm not used to. How about devil strip? No. You've never heard devil strip? No. Devil strip is like that little strip of grass on the curb. The berm? The tree lawn? We just call it a berm. Well, we call it up here in northeastern Ohio the Devil Strip, which is why we also have a little local magazine called the Devil Strip. I fucking hate everything about the Akron area. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I was born in Alliance, Ohio, though. We don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, fucking Devil Strip. From the area's status as a no-man's land between private and public property, devil or devils, and plays names like Baron Unproductive. What the fuck is this? Either way, it's a thing from northeastern Ohio. I believe you. I've heard it before. Just still, I, I don't... It's not something we used. Well, sometimes you gotta learn new things, you know? You gotta risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> you know... I'm kind of upset that we never got such a big storm that you didn't get to hear me sing the Shit Rip and Pisswinder song. I mean, we can always try. Um, we shouldn't. Because it requires a very bad storm. 
I'm down. I'm down. It's actually better if you're stuffed in a truck with me and my dad and all my siblings and we all start singing it, because then you know we're like, yep, if we die, this will be a really silly country western that we made up years ago, and this is how we want to go. This is how we want to be remembered. (laughs) I will hear it before I die. Yeah. Actually, that's the thing, is it's kind of like, you know, a really creepy siren's call. But, uh, it has some flair. You know? We wrote music to it. My dad plays it on the guitar. Maybe you should explain what a shit ripping pisswinder is? Yes, and why I have never heard the song. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> <clears throat> my dad was for a couple of years a tiny little Italian cowboy in Terrell, Texas. And my dad, in the summer, had to learn how to cut cattle with his horse and his dog because that was his job. And this one rancher that he was cutting cattle for this summer pointed out one day and said, Well, boys, I think it's going to be a real shit-ripping pisswinder. And they didn't know what the fuck that meant. (laughs) Until hail the size of golf balls started falling on them. And then after that, my dad always called every really bad storm a shit-ripping pisswinder. Consequently, each of his daughters was born during a shit ripping piss winter. So. And that is the story. Well, it gets but better. The rule is. When we were. You cannot hear the song me, unless the storm is happening. Yes, my father and I, during a bad storm in his old 50s Ford truck, beaten down the road, we called it the Blue Bomber. God bless. And it was so bad, we got so nervous, but we could only get AM radio on that bitch. So we were always listening to really bad country music, you know? Like, real bad. It wasn't even, like, folk music. It was, like, a little girl, big gun, back of a truck. Anyways, we were inspired to write a song. And then the storm ended at the end of the song. So now, it's kind of like... How I tell myself a once upon a time story every time I lose something. Because once upon a time stories always have a happy ending, so you always find your shit. The shit ripping Pisswinder song has a certain kind of medicine to it. It's for ending bad storms so you don't die in them. So I never use it in vain. And that's the story of the shit ripping Pisswinder. That's the lore. That's the family lore of a shit ripping Pisswinder. I don't know. I was raised by circus people. <laughs> and it shows, bitch. Oh, man. Oh, buddy. Woo doggy does it show. Woo doggy. Woo doggy. <laughs> Anyways, I definitely did not receive a harmonica as my high school graduation gift. Nope. No way were they expecting me to ever busk my way across the country singing a song about storms. Nope. Nobody prepared me for that lifestyle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No way, no how. <laughs> I'm not ignoring you. I'm looking at cross-stitch patterns because that's the kind of person I'm turning into. That's fine, but we should probably also <laughs> talk about what we did in Arizona. Arizona, we did not do a whole lot. The truth is, is we went a bunch of places, <laughs> but it was so hot, we ended up just being, like, paralyzed by it. <laughs> it was extremely hot during our time there and you have a past living in arizona yeah i grew up there and i well i never really grew up anywhere but i lived there for three years which is pretty long considering my family's history yes and uh me in particular have never experienced that Mm -hmm. kind of heat before oh man yeah it's hot feels like you are baking and we were once again continuing from utah consistently dehydrated Mm -hmm. and cranky and wondering why yeah and then we got to the blandest apartment we've ever stayed in oh i forgot about the lesbian apartment yeah it was weird it was weird well my favorite thing is that so we got out of uh flagstaff right and the last time i had been in flagstaff there had been a flash flood that tried to push I think the car we had at that time was like a rendezvous 
You remember those weird box-looking cars? Yes. We fucking had one of them. Of course you did. And we had taken a road trip out to visit, to bring my grandfather out to visit my cousins. Uh, and, uh, tried to get washed off the side of a mountain, but we didn't. But the last time I was there, I was about thigh deep in mud and water. Try it. And I don't even remember where the car was because it was so traumatic. I was just like, yeah, my sisters, my grandfather, and my mom are in this car. And it might not actually be staying on the road. Wild times. You're like, damn, well, might as well just do my best. That was Flag- a shit ripping piss winder. Flagstaff was interesting. Flagstaff is very woo woo. It is, but I think I have like a fondness in my heart for any place that vaguely reminds me of Kent. Yeah, it's kind of like Kent. It's a little bit bigger. Most definitely it is. It's a little bit bigger and there are far more like uh, new agey sort of shops in that area. Yeah, and Kent, we only have the Emporium. The Emporium was really interesting, too. So if you've never been there, they sell crystals, henna, um, weird, like, what do you call it, like, festival-esque clothing? Like, the yeah, like kind the of garb jingle that skirts, you see white women in. Those uh, silk wrap pants that, yeah, Becky's can't get enough of these days. Um, yeah, the butterfly wings. There's a lot of, well, I mean, I bought a pair of those for Kent Halloween, so I don't need any judgments. But also they have, like, anime stuff, too. Yeah, it's really... It's a curio shop. Like, it's like a little... Yes. Curiosity cabinet. It has, like... You can tell that the the woman who owns it, who's really lovely and always very nice, just, like, puts the stuff in there that she likes. Yeah. Which is tight. <clears throat> it's well-loved. Plus they have chocolate and stuff in there, too. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Everybody loves a little bit of chocolate. Everybody loves it. We found that cool Flag- coffee shop with the bookshop attached. Was that there? Yeah, and we met that lady, that cool lady at that store. I think you're thinking of New Mexico. No, that was the Cotopaxi lady. No. That was in New Mexico. Yeah. My brain was fried. You're right. <laughs> that was New Mexico. <laughs> it was hot as a mug. <laughs> so we went to Flagstaff. The great big light uh, in the sky was turned on too many hours of the day. I can't even judge you for saying that because I literally said, I don't like the lighting outside. (laughs) Yeah, and I've said, when the lights come back on, it meant the sun, so we're both at the same point, you know? Yeah, but that was just this morning. I was like, um, I don't like the lighting outside, and I looked directly into the camera, and I was like, oh shit, I mean, like, I don't like how bright it is. There is no lighting happening other than what's coming from the sun hilarious and then uh so we drove down from there and then we stayed with my uncle and his husband in phoenix <coughs> and it's uh really interesting. yeah i like forget that you haven't met a lot of my family and so i really threw you in the deep end there a little bit yeah my uncle basically kidnapped us for two hours and drove us around phoenix in very with a really terrifying driveway yeah, and I kept being, like, because I let him use my car, and it kept being, like, almost, I tried not to, like, backseat drive, because I really hate it when people do that, but for real, there was several times where he just missed taking us both out, you know? <laughs> like, there were a couple times where I was, like, this is it. My sister was born here on Osborne, and I'm, for some reason, gonna die here on Osborne, you know? I didn't want it to happen. It would be literally bumper to bumper traffic and he would be turning to look at you having a full-on conversation or looking into the rear view mirror talking to me and i'm just gripping the seat like um my family is naturally storytellers and performers but sometimes we forget that the world is not but a stage you know what i mean what fools these mortals be what fools these mortals truly be i'm like i hate the fact that i quoted shakespeare twice I'm just over here like, I think I'm gonna fucking die. I did too. Bitch, I was gripped. I was like... (laughs) (laughs) We made it. What's funny to me is that now you understand why I don't believe in straight people. No, I 
stayed with queer people during we, the trip. I, like, only, I, like, don't, you know what, I know straight people exist, I just don't support their lifestyle. You know what I mean? I don't support that. I feel like the choices that they're making could harm their children. I'm just like, um, what the fuck is happening? I just, like, because you looked at me, and you were like, Jordan, you don't know anybody who's not gay. And then I pointed at myself and kind of just shrugged, like, I don't know what you expected. (laughs) I don't know what I expected either. (laughs) We're all gay around here. (laughs) We watched, uh, I don't, I don't know, Arizona was just... It was a fever dream. Like, you talk to Arizona, we... I don't know whether or not it was relaxing or if it was that it was so hot that we just kind of slowed down and melted into time. It was extremely hot. So our first night there, we arrived. Your uncle made uh, fish tacos. And huge margaritas. What What you're not telling everybody is we didn't even get our shoes off before he handed us fishbowl margaritas with like more tequila in them than I can even drink in a single night and he will keep making drinks like that. And then he showed us his giant Lego collection and all the cities he's building because that's who we are as people. Yep, and so we did that. You were like, hey, you want to hit this? He got super high, you got super high, and then we went out, we snuck out to the pool in the apartment Mm -hmm. complex where we shouldn't have been. He was like, watch out for scorpions, and we went and we hopped out into the pool. By the way, swimming in lukewarm water, when you're Liddy- Under the stars? Under the- well, there were no stars. That was reflections of ghetto birds off the clouds of the smog in Phoenix, okay? Let's not play ourselves. I was looking up into the lovely moon and communing with were you now? I was. It was lovely. <laughs> As your uncle was talking about something or other, I don't, I couldn't quite keep up with Sometimes, <laughs> I've got nothing to say. I got nothing nope. to say. I love him. Mm. He's a good boy. His nickname is Uncle Spunky Monkey, if that tells you anything about the man. He gave himself that nickname. Did he pick spunk on person or on purpose? Well, we always said he was kind of spunky because he's like a weird dude, you know what I mean? And before you say he... whenever I think no no no. What I mean though is spunk is like slang for cum. I really don't appreciate you insinuating that we call my <laughs> uncle Uncle Cum Monkey, okay? <laughs> Don't talk about my semen uncle that way. I can't call him that now because he has a fancy husband. He I, does. I just cannot, like, you have no idea how different he was before he married Roger. I really have no clue. And I also love the fact that you were telling me Roger's a hairdresser. Roger will probably do your hair. Roger, <laughs> Roger is a dentist. Roger is a dentist, and I thought he was a hairdresser because the last <laughs> guy my uncle dated was, and they looked kind of similar. And I forgot which one he married. <laughs> but I remember being like, I didn't want to be presumptuous, you know. I wanted to ask him what he did for a living. He was like, oh, you know, I went to dental school. And I was like, I didn't even mention to him that you told me he was a hairdresser. Thank I was you. Like, this is the <laughs> Thank you for covering my really forgetful stoner ass, you know what I mean? Because I bet you asked me when I was, like, two bowls in, and I was like, I just probably just fucking made something up, to be honest with you, because I was like, this sounds, this sounds right. I didn't even mention that. I was like, something's off here. You He's know what? not a hairdresser. You know what it also might have been? Was the last time I saw him was my great-grandma's funeral service? He had longer hair then. And he had long, beautiful tresses. 
he did. I saw the pictures. I never met him at the funeral, but I saw the photos. And I fucked up. I don't have any excuses for myself. No, but I remember just being like, okay, this bitch, something is wrong here. This bitch was incorrect. <laughs> that is incorrect. I'm just glad that you are such a homie that you really covered my ass because I am the worst at being a family member. I'll tell you that uh, right now. I wasn't going to throw you under the bus. That's because you're so cool. That's why you're my bottom bitch. <laughs> really. But I was just like, something's off here. His teeth are too nice. You're right. His teeth are, you know, dentists just have those teeth. The ones that- have the dentist mouth. The ones that have, they're like- too perfect. I, I like it when somebody's teeth is just like a little cricket. It's cute. There's just something about when when everything is too straight. It's wrong. It's unnerving. It's unnatural. It truly is. But I remember being like, mm, yep, this makes a lot of sense. This makes a lot of sense. Anyways, less on how I'm the worst <laughs> and more on how I'm the best. Um, what did we do? Oh, yeah. So we really needed a break from my family. Yes. So we packed into the car, and we drove out to Montezuma's Castle, because cliff dwellings are super, super amazing. And we had Kinda to do Kind of terrifying. Kind of terrifying, especially because, like, as you may or may not have noticed, I'm a little superstitious. And there are reasons that you're not really supposed to go and fuck with those people's shit. You know what I mean? There are reasons. And it's dark outside, so I can't even talk about it. You just had to look away for a moment. Yeah, because I spooked Collect myself. Collect yourself. I, I know who I am. <laughs> you're kind of like the embodiment of a horse. Uh... Trouble on both ends and untrustworthy in the middle. Precisely, but also you're afraid of the smallest things, but not the things that you should be afraid of. You're right. You're like a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> Pending doom. Fuck this. <laughs> Tornado a couple miles away in the distance as we're driving. Oh, that's fine. I mean, it wasn't even a big enough storm for me to sing the song. No, but I was definitely like, the whole place is lighting up behind us, bitch, and you're not even concerned. Nope. Can't be phased. Now, the chihuahua downstairs did run up on me in my car and was barking real loud, and I almost jumped six feet in the air today. Scared the shit out of me. I just had a flashback to being on... Uh, FaceTime with you the last time that we recorded when Tyler knocked that lamp over. And I legitimately almost fucking <laughs> lost my mind. I literally... <laughs> I'm jumping. I nearly lost my friend that day. I almost fucking flipped out of this rolling chair and broke my own neck over nothing. I nearly lost my friend that day. I, like, don't know why I do. But I don't know why I act like this. I couldn't fucking tell you, dude. I just hate surprises, like, so much, you know? <laughs> Any surprises are a bad surprise. Like, someone could be like, surprise, I bought you everything you wanted. And I'd be like, why didn't you tell me first I wasn't ready, you know? I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. Tyler tells me when he's getting me a surprise, which is good, because I know something good is coming. I don't have to you know the specifics. Know See, I can handle that. You just can't spring shit on me out of nowhere. Her I go full crouching tiger hidden negro. Montezuma's castle. Yeah, wait a second. It was so hot that day, too, but both of us super, super dehydrated. Got high as a kite. No, wait. We also went to Jerome that day, too. Yeah, we really... Which was really fucking stupid. Oh, my God. Yeah, because then we left Arizona. Because we were just like, we're done. 
that day, but we did leave the next day. Oh, yeah. Okay. We didn't leave that day. So... You're getting your timeline mixed up. Because I literally almost melted into the pavement. What is time when your brain is nothing but boiled soup? I mean, it was hot outside, and you were also high as hell. Touche. So, we go in. It's fine and dandy. We didn't pay admission because they did take Our, uh, the card. Yeah, so some, blah, 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 some national monuments do take your National Parks Pass, and this one did, which was tight. Oh my gosh, I just, I had a flashback too, because it was extra eerie. Not mm-hmm. just because it was hot, not just because we were stoned, but because they had that fucking flute music playing. Oh uh, yes, the Remember? native theme song. Yes, and they were selling... Distant, creepy man's... flute. Yes. Every time I wake CDs. up, that's what plays. Then I think you should probably not wake up anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a haunting life to live. It's pretty bad. <laughs> but I remember being like, do you fucking hear that? And we see a man with a flute. Yeah. But he also has a stack of CDs next to him. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, that's a... I mean, it's on the Apache Reds, so that's, like, a normal thing. We just, just were not in a good way to have that happen no, in a haunty spook place. No, no. Hordes of white people. Not only and that, just, but it is kind of a spooky place, you know? But we're also fucking stupid, right? Because mm-hmm. every time we go to extremely hot places, we don't ever plan to do things in the evening or really early in the morning. No, no, no. We, we like to be there when the sun is high in the sky, ready to scramble us like eggs. Yes. And so you can imagine, it's extremely fucking hot. Oh, buddy, was it? It's extremely bright. You're listening to creepy flute music, and you're staring up at these cliff, these cliff dwellings, like... I wore my sunglasses that whole exist? day, and my eyes still hurt. That's how bright like, it should, was. Should this exist? <clears throat> Maybe not. You even gave me the uh, little evil eye pendant to keep oh, in my back pocket. Of course I did. Yes, so you did. You also had yours. I always have someone. I always have one somewhere. Always in the car, yes. Yeah. I told y'all I'm superstitious. I have no qualms. I know who I am. So we're wandering around, and there are obviously portions of the park that are blocked off but there's like there's no shade Mm -mm. you know the sun's beating down it's hot and then they've got these ridiculous little like information booths do Mm -hmm. you remember like they had a video playing do you remember the one with the creepy diorama yes oh that one was exceptionally eerie and i was like i don't think we should be looking at this well it's not even that it's just, like, so the weird thing, like, when you're indigenous or black is that, like, you go to these places and you look the way, look at the way that they describe, like, I'm not Apache, so these people aren't my ancestors, but they're the ancestors of the people who live there. Mm-hmm. And the way that they look at them is, like, it's definitely the settler's gaze, even in the information, like, that's supposed to be factual that they're presenting, you know? And, like, even, like, just, like, I don't know. It could have just been stoned paranoia. Oh, there's definitely a little bit of that. Plus some sunstroke. But I was also, like, this is a real unusual place. What made me mad is we got back too late for us to stop at that fry bread stand. Never forgive myself. We absolutely did. I think the reason it was extra creepy with the music playing was, like, if you hear your name being called, and if you hear the flute... Or if you hear music, do not follow it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, that's right, because I went to a cliff dwelling. Yeah, I can't tell that story at night. <clears throat> no. I'll record that story another time and put it in some of our bonus content. Because I've got some pretty good ghost stories, but that's one of my first ones. We just didn't have a good time. We did. No, I liked it a lot, and I like visiting and seeing cliff dwellings. We bought stickers. We definitely bought a lot of stickers. And those cool postcards. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I that's did also... get the one sticker I wanted, which was Guano Happens. And I really regret that. We'll just have to go back. I mean, we could. You Let's wouldn't... go right now. Don't even tempt me. The kitchen's packed. The kitchen is packed. She's always I'm ready. sure... I'm sure your uncle would welcome us with open open arms. <laughs> Him and his dentist hairdresser husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm such an ass. I'm they could never listen ass. to this episode. Oh no. It would be too revealing. You don't want to show your ass. I I hope that if anybody listens to this episode my grandma does listen to this episode and just laughs, you know what I mean? And never tells me about it. The audacity of those two fuckers to get us addicted to that stupid soap opera. I can't believe, yeah, we also came home and watched the, we watched the rest of that in New Mexico. Y'all, my uncles love trash television and I don't even watch trash television, but it was the it was the atmosphere of watching the soap opera with them. We got sucked. It was the gayest thing. We got sucked in, and then we had to finish it. We did, and then we got Chloe wrapped in to it too. She finished it. Sabra, mm-hmm. yeah, like, dude. There's just something about horrific TV. And alcohol mm-hmm. that just does not mix, and you just get sucked right into it. We were like, we gotta finish the show. Yeah, Jerome. We did really like Jerome, though. I was glad we visited there. That's a place that um, it's really pretty. And we went and we split. I think like fajitas. Yeah, the restaurant we and found we- was really nice, especially because we we. So, Jerome can't be kind of touristy. <clears throat> it's this cool little village on top of a mountain that used to be a mining town, and they have, like, a lot of uh, ghosty-related attractions. It's also kind of like a spooky, hip artist place. Like, uh, Maynard from Tool has a brewery and a store, the Pussifer store, there, because he lives there. So, that's the kind of place we're talking about. It's like... Uh, it's not uh, it's not necessarily woo woo, in like the hippie way, but it's definitely like a. It's for middle aged white women that have the money to spend on. I art guess, like art that's not that good. <laughs> it's definitely like, old white lady art. You're right. Yeah, it's like uh, like the weird hand blown glass that they love to hang up outside in the summer. The millions like of hand-blown never, glass pumpkins. Yeah, like, they can never have the same one, though. They have it on rotation year after year, which means that it was just really expensive. But Somewhere there's a lady really named Donna demand. who has nothing but a garage full of just weird glass pumpkins. Yes. And fucking, I don't know, weird, weird stuff. You know, what are those little things that, uh got super popular for a while you fill them with water and then you put them inside of uh yeah i know what you're talking about my my brain is blanking but like it has the fucking water and it's like slow release into your plants yes so those weird bulbous things that kind of look like turkey based they look like witch's balls but they have like a long stem on them so that you can put them i know jerome because they're there's always, like, a bunch of cool Harley biker rallies up there. So sometimes yes. my dad would take me to go see the bikes and shit. Um, but our dumbasses... <clears throat> I also, also stayed at the hotel where they do the haunted ghost tour because they had an uh, asylum that they've now turned into a hotel, which is, like, a pretty popular ghost hunting spot. My family actually didn't know that. We just ended up having a room there because it was off-season and it was cheap. And then I was like, this place is extra creepy. And they're like, yeah, it's because it's like a haunted attraction. I was like, why? Why did this happen to me? (laughs) To me? But we were also incredibly stupid and decided that we were each going to have a margarita each that was severely overpoured. Actually, severely overpoured is rude because it was delicious and that woman was very kind to us for what she did, but she we did not drink God, enough water. Dehydrated. 
we did not drink enough water. It was our fault. Not the margaritas. Don't you blame the margs. The margaritas were actually super dehydrated. (laughs) They were slushy margaritas. Oh, so fucking good. She didn't measure shit. She didn't. She didn't didn't measure a damn thing. And she added a little more tequila to the slush for us. I watched her. She was like... (laughs) A little extra dab will do ya. More like... Yeah, dude. And then, then you we go outside. Whoo! It's like 115 fucking degrees and everything. Burning. Every walk is uphill and there are stairs. Jerome, for real, is uphill both ways. Like steep Beautiful. uphill. Lots of fun to look at. Gorgeous. But dear God. At what cost? And then white people everywhere. So we tried to get ice cream. Because it wasn't enough, you know, you, you fill your food stomach, and then you've got your dessert stomach. Also, it was hot, so we needed the ice cream. And then those ladies were like, do you have this? Do you have this? And even the attendant was just like, all the labels of the ice cream I carry are right here in front of your face. And so we said, fuck it, and decided to continue walking and exploring the stores. Well, actually, what made us more angry is this white dude who was behind the counter looked us dead in the face, didn't say shit to us, and then continued to serve people who came in after us, and that's when I leave a place. Yes. Because, like, if you acknowledge that I exist, also, bitch, you're tall. Like, he didn't miss you. People sometimes don't see me behind the counter, but there ain't no goddamn way they didn't see you. For a moment, I thought you were saying that the guy was tall enough to see us, but then I realized that you were calling me the tall bitch. For real. Which is true. Like, I sometimes get lost behind a counter. I won't fault anybody for that, especially if I'm not wearing boots that day. But you? I'm fucking five foot seven. Rude. Rude. (laughs) Slightly above average. And for real, we were standing there ready to order our ice cream. And he just wanted to wait on these white bitches who took 20 minutes of his time and still didn't give him no money. Cash out, too. And then we walk outside without ice cream, and that old white man goes, what the fuck did he say? He was just like, oh, be careful, it's straight uphill. And we're like, yeah, we walked up, we walked back down, and now we're going back up again. We know that it's straight uphill. Anybody could see that. Yeah, I don't have these hiking boots on for my health. Oh, actually, I do, because I really only wear boots 24-7. Every day of the year. I can contest to this. Yeah. I tried to lie and make it sound like hiking boots weren't the only thing I own. You tried to lie. It's true. I have three pairs of hiking boots right now. And one pair of dress boots. And I was out here hiking, not in the hiking boots that I bought for the trip, but in my chacos. Yeah. Well, in Arizona, you were glad for that, though, because you probably weren't as hot as me, because I had my boots laced all the way up, because I had those big knee highs. Oh, but I had horrible tan. Horrible tan lines. Listen, at the end of the summer, it's Fifty Shades of Jordan. But we we didn't really do anything in Jerome. We didn't order. Well, we, like we got food, but we didn't buy anything to bring back. We mostly we just saw around. the old buildings, and then we climbed up to that real high spot so we could see all the houses mm-hmm. from the top of the mountain, and that was pretty tight. Mostly, it's like you're there just to see it. You know, it was a place that I remembered from my childhood. That's kind of like a wonky, off-the-beat kind of place, and it's outside of Sedona, and it's less expensive than Sedona, and it's more fun to visit than Sedona, or Tucson. (laughs) So we went and visited there, because it's also kind of creepy, because we got to see the old jailhouse, and we went, uh, they have a couple of places where some of the spots there are so old that they just have them gated so you can look down into them. So we saw some pretty cool old shit. But then it's also super eerie, too, because some of them that are gated off there is one in particular that the entire uh ground beneath is just covered in coins so that you get this eerie reflection off of the pennies and the quarters and everything down there yeah that was creepy you're right we honestly in the hot states we really just chilled and we really didn't get into a whole lot of hijinks no we were too busy dying the boot sweat alone yes would have died had we camped we Mm -hmm. would never have eaten no i was already forgetting to eat you're the only reason that i remember to have a meal a day i was getting super depressed too i'm like why do i feel so sad it's the sunstroke 
I was like, why am I listening to sad music and I can relate to it in a way that I never have before? And then I would eat and I was like, oh, that's the reason why. And what I thought was kind of cool was I did get to show you the house that I lived in when I was living there and, like, tell you some of the stories about, like, my zany and completely uncontrolled childhood. Yeah, I, it was a lot of fun to get to see where you grew up because your uncle did take us on a little mini tour once we did get back. After we took a nap, we both went back to the lesbian apartment. We crashed, we went downstairs, and then your uncle, smartly, you know, after the sun had gone down, took us out on a little mini tour. But yeah. it was fun hearing about your childhood of uh, delivering hustle. drugs for... Popsicles. First of all, I didn't know that it was drugs for popsicles. They just handed me a brown paper bag, and they said, if you want a free popsicle, don't look in this bag. Take it to that lady's balcony up there, and she'll give you a free popsicle. And I was nine. You got these little drug mules out here. What's funny is I went home and told my dad that, and he was like, good hustle on the popsicle, but maybe don't pick up the bag again. <laughs> good hustle on the popsicle. Because <laughs> he's supportive, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I've never met your father, but Comrade Calderon. Yeah, truly. Comrade Calderon the Elder. Is, yes. I, like, that's how I am, like, this is my father, Comrade Calderon the Elder. And yet he says he's not a communist. It's my favorite thing, but then he'll trap you in the truck and explain to you why gulags maybe are not the worst idea that ever came out of Russia. This is why I didn't know how to put bills in my name until I was 24. You're like, excuse me? <laughs> That's why I can't be... That's why when people are like, what do you mean you're quitting your job to go traveling again? I'm like, yeah, dude. They're like, you're going to be 27. I'm like, time means nothing to me. I can work myself to death at another shit job. Deuces, bitches. So we're out here. Arizona. Your uncle is showing us all of the construction going up, which was maddening. I honestly, when he showed us that park, when he drove us past the river and there was that big sand bank, you don't mm -hmm. understand, that park used to take up the whole bank. And it was really big. That sand bank had like a kid's park on there. Like a lot of things that I remember when I was a kid just aren't there anymore. So when my uncle was pointing it out, was like, that's that park that your mom really loved when you lived here. I couldn't even recognize it at all. And you know about my, like, my superpower is my directional ability, right? So if I've been somewhere once, I can orient myself there again. It doesn't matter how long it's been, but I couldn't do that there. No, because I do vaguely remember him being like, blah, 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 this is that park, and then you being like, no, it's not. Yeah. And he's just like, no, your mom used to take you over there all the time when you were a kid, and you were like, no. <laughs> Took us through the old neighborhoods, he was showing us, like, university construction, which, that is... ASU is huge insane. now. So big. It is, and it's still expanding, and yet he was saying that there's still not enough housing and not enough parking. Oh no, it's like a big problem there. And the cost yeah. of living is rising in the city too, so finding a place to live near the university is so hard, and it's so expensive. And it seems like the only good thing happening down there too is he mentioned public transit is becoming... Yeah, they're streamlining it pretty there. quickly. Which, I mean, that's fine, but it is extremely crowded. I'm glad that neither of us had to drive around. Yeah. And either of that, I know I definitely could have, and I know that you probably would have struggled too. Mm-hmm. I would have managed, but it really would have sucked. Oh, it was fucking horrible. Like, your uncle was just going for it. Honestly, did he not care about our lives? You know? Because he was really taking that into his own hands. Kind of, I wouldn't say the scariest driving that I've ever experienced, because, God, I have been in far worse <laughs> I think that's just the kind of driver that you have to be. Like, a lot of national park jobs that involve relocating to, like, Arizona and New Mexico and stuff actually require you to have defensive driving courses. Wild. Wild. <clears throat> Part of the reason I would never, ever consider moving there. But 
we did go to a old gay bar that had been converted into a cafe that had some of the best iced pumpkin chai I've had in my life. The ambiance of this place, let me tell you, gorgeous. Nice. Lovely. It was a spot. It was a vibe. We'll find the name and we'll put it in the, uh, we'll put it in the show notes. So the outside of it had, um, like misters like <laughs> the vegetables in the grocery stores but it's for human beings to sit along you know the uh mm-hmm. the benches that they had outside which is pretty nice and the inside you walk in and it's got like dark wood everywhere and they're kind of like i wouldn't say fairy lights but like those big bulbs mm-hmm. hanging up and then there's that did they also have like alcoholic drinks, or was it just? Yeah, it was. A, it's a. It also doubles as a bar, and they even have like a room upstairs oh, that they yeah, open up for dancing and that. stuff. Because he mentioned doing catering service and stuff there before. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically just like a college student hot spot, but I think like it's eh, actually no, that's a lie. It was it's not calmer a than that. Spot. It's like anybody can go there and find something and they had food you guys had macaroni and oh cheese. it was so which was a really bad idea in the heat but it was so good yeah because we'd gotten stoned we'd gotten drunk and then we went and had caffeine on top of that my uncle really pours heavy on those drinks and we were like yeah we'll have like a nightcap and he's like all right three <laughs> shots i'm like you're almost 60 what the fuck I don't get it. He can party. Yeah. I cannot hold it down like that. Oh, yeah. He was talking. Oh, my gosh. Remember his little story when he was talking about getting stoned, him and Roger, and how they both decided, we're gonna, was it tea? What the fuck did they do? They did something. It wasn't just smoking. I don't think it was edibles. Oh, no. But they were they saying, made tea, and they drank yes, too much. They made tea, and he was just like, and we decided we're gonna wait a bit. Then we're going to go out, and we're going to get some food, and we're going to drink a little bit. And they both realized, they were like, why are the trees going by so slowly? And realized, you know, they're going 10, 15 miles per hour down the road before they realized, maybe we should turn around. Yeah. And go back home. I've never, ever, could never be accused of being that high in a car. (laughs) I'm smart. I'm smart. But they, like, talk about, you know, going out on, like, their little dates with their friends and stuff, and that was really cute. Do you want to talk about the lesbian apartment? Because we keep referring to it, but... Listen, so you may think, okay, if it's that hot, and you're that miserable, and you're that dehydrated, and you're that hungry, why are you still out of the house when you could be in an air-conditioned apartment? First of all, you're wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Second of all, you don't know, we didn't stay in your uncle's apartment. We stayed in the lesbian apartment, which is the one above, which is an older lesbian couple. So we walk in expecting, like, it to be decorated and fully furnished and just really, you know, lovely. But instead, they're baseball fans. And I mean, it was the blandest apartment I've ever been in. If you guys have ever seen a piece of white bread, consider that the decorating. And honestly, that's not even an exaggeration. That's being completely fair. Your standard ugly ass couch, your standard ugly ass table where nobody eats at the, nobody eats at the table because when you move the chairs along the carpet, the, there's like that heavy indentation from where it sat. Yeah. Their calendar baseball team their calendar didn't have like date nights or appointments it had the entire year i kid you not baseball games or like things that they wanted to watch pertaining to baseball it was on the calendar on the calendar (laughs) everywhere on the calendar there were signed baseballs everywhere there were pictures of baseball players everywhere and on top of that they didn't want us to use the air conditioner we did break that rule because at some point we were too hot we were absolutely sweating our fucking balls off and that's when darren came over too and i made sure i turned on the ac for when he was coming because i was like if i'm doing an interview 
with somebody who, like, volunteered to come meet me off of Twitter. I'm also not going to make him suffer, you know? And that was lovely, and I'll be posting parts of that as bonus content once we finish this season, too. But, yeah. It was hot. It was hot, and literally baseballs everywhere. Baseball decorations everywhere. Baseball photos everywhere. Baseball calendars. Baseball mitts. All of it. And it was just like... And you know, good on us. We didn't even we didn't even go into their room to see what was going on there. We let it be. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the apartment, and then it was like the generic, fucking, you know, lizard decorations that you see everywhere in Arizona. That was the only thing that did not pertain to fucking sports. It was their splash of color in an otherwise beige life. Yes, I didn't even take pictures of that place. It was like a beige carpet and an ugly bluish sea foamy green kind of couch i like that we were so hot that on that little guest bed we tried to sleep as far away from each other as we possibly could which meant we both were on the edge of the bed yeah i was just like dude i can't even be anywhere near how hot your head is you know what i mean and you know how like self-conscious i am i was sleeping in fucking booty shorts and a sports bra because of how hot it was eventually we just said fuck it well i was like asleep and i remember it was so hot i pulled off my pajama pants so by the time i woke up like i would have I, my ass was out i'll be real i just had like <laughs> some skippy unders on and i like don't wear a bra so i was wearing like a spaghetti strap tank top which means a titty gonna come out like there is no that's that's the law of tank top you know what i mean if you sleep in a tank top one or both of your titties gonna be out. <laughs> if you even wake up with the tank top on in the morning, you're like, where'd my shirt go? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, fell asleep with different clothes on, but I was so delirious from the heat, I woke up in a whole completely different get-up. I forgot about the dog beds. Oh, yeah. There were dog beds covered in dog toys. It was, it was extremely off-putting. So we nonetheless avoided being in that apartment for any other reason but sleeping yeah well also it was a second floor apartment and we weren't allowed to turn on the ac so it was basically fucking torture and they didn't want us to do anything in there they didn't want us to take showers in there they only wanted us to sleep they didn't leave any sort of food for us to use well it's weird because they like it was it was a weird situation and your uncle's description of one of the lesbians was like, yeah, you know, I know when she's home because I can hear her combat boots stamping up the stairs. So we were hoping that they were going to be cool punks, you know? They weren't cool punks. Alas. But when he said combat boots, I was like, damn, these bitches about to be off the chain. They're going to have some cool shit up there. It's going to be tight. We got up there. And I was like, is this a nursing home? They are extremely on the chain. On the chain. It's a thick <laughs> chain. It's... With an iron clasp. Unfortunate. And then the last day, we got to go visit Semana. Yes, yes, and Pinky. Oh, we love Semana and Pinky. Uh, Blessed be the fruit. Semana. Semana. <laughs> we were both just about to be like, they're just lovely. Because Semana they is lovely. so sweet. And they write these wonderful zines and got me back into zine writing after I had been depressed for a long time. Because I was like showing them after we became internet friends, like things I was doing in an art journal. And they were like, why don't you, like if you made a zine, I would put it on the people's zine library. I will be providing uh, Semana's... I keep saying it with a tss because in Salaugi that's how you'd pronounce that, but it's probably not pronounced that way. But uh, Semana has runs the People Zine Library, which is a zine that is focused predominantly on uh, queer, black, and indigenous experience. They have my zines on their website and uh, zines from their sons. And also, they just started making some really awesome postcards. So I'll be posting all that information. Uh, We went to go visit them at their house where they live with their family on the res. And I'm not going to give too many specifics about that because it would be a little bit too easy to find them. And I mind my business and protect other people's privacy. Uh, But it was cool because I like, I just, it was nice to be able to talk to them in real life when we've been texting and messaging each other 
for like two years at this point. And they were so fucking kind to because we show up, right? And we had been like the entire trip texting everybody. We haven't had fruit the entire time. Oh, we're like, yeah. We've had no fruit. We're going to get scurvy. We're going <laughs> to die. And they had got a whole bag of fucking cuties that we annihilated before we even left Arizona. Let's not lie. Yeah. Uh, but they also packed us. I still use that um, that pill sorter to keep all my vitamins, so I take all my vitamins. Yeah, we also got, like, little gift bags, too, which was super fucking nice. Got some fucking nail clippers and a little sewing kit, which I keep in my backpack. Yeah. Because I really fucking need it. We got a cute little first aid kit because I had said the entire fucking time, we need band-aids, we need the stuff, and Whatever. we're... We're not good at planning for the important things. First of all, I have paper towels and duct tape in my car. We would have been perfectly fine. Paper towels and duct tape won't save you from bleeding out, my friend. (laughs) But it'll stop some of the blood. (laughs) (laughs) It'll It'll just catch it. It'll It'll... act as a barrier so it can't leak out. You know, it'll just go back in. That's what I'm... Which is even better. That's my logic. (laughs) So we got that. Oh my gosh, we got chips. I got Doritos. I got Pringles. Lord Jesus, I got Pringles. I was so happy. I'm drooling thinking about it. I fucking love Doritos. I had so many snacks. It was was very nice. And it was just also Pinky is the sweetest. donuts too. I forgot about the donuts. Oh yeah, there was this tiny little donut shop we discovered that was actually owned by indigenous people. And the dude working behind the counter, I was like, I gotta bring these gifts out to the res so that they don't make fun of me for being disconnected. Because if I forget to bring a present, they'll know that I, I wasn't given the correct kind of home training, and I don't want to be judged. And Samana cared more about us than we cared for ourselves, because they also gave us a shit ton of water bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Which we gave, one, to the construction worker who was standing out there and all that gear, and we're like, do you have water, dude? And he was like, nope, and we're like, here are two bottles. Yeah. They hooked us up, and we spread the hookup. That's the way you do it. (laughs) So we also stayed dehydrated. (laughs) (laughs) All of us. (laughs) Us and the dude who we suddenly included in our friendship group. We were all just a little bit less dehydrated. We we got fucking lost finding this this house. This poor guy is standing out there. We're like, oh, we need to turn around. And then we paused for a second. He's standing out there on his phone. And we're like, do you have water? No. Here you go. Yeah. He was looking worked, though. Honestly, it was way too fucking hot to be standing out there in all that reflective-ass gear, holding a sign for construction that wasn't even, like, technically happening. It was just one way, you know? Yeah. So it was like, truck comes in one side, don't let any of the other cars come in. You know, like, that kind of standard thing, but on this long, dusty ass fucking road in the middle of the flat ass desert yeah the sun was with, on him the tree that he could have stood under was long dead he had nowhere to go it didn't even cast a shadow no more i don't think there was a shadow out there nope there was nowhere Relentless. to hide there was nowhere to fucking hide Relentless. that poor dude also needed some sunscreen but we're stupid bitches and also did not have sunscreen we did too have sunscreen it was just my expensive vino shit and it was for not him either way that dude got some water Mm -hmm. we spread we spread the mirth yep like some goddamn communists yeah or not if you want to be like my dad about it your dad's a commie we all know this (laughs) he'll wake up one day and he'll have that sudden realization but we also got to meet Pinky. Yeah, Pinky. Oh, Pinky, she's so big now. Sorry, then he just texted me and said, I've been hit on more men the past two months than I've ever been hit on by women. Like, I will hit on you. Come here. Bring your cute little <laughs> ass over here. Come here. <laughs> Come here. Come here. <laughs> I'm, hey. trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of a stupid way to say it. Like, uh... Uh, what the fuck do we say? Go on, get. Go, go, go on, get. Uh, you, you could just tell, tell him to come over yonder to you. I could, but he has an exam tomorrow. I don't want to disturb this poor lad. But I'd like to. 
We'll get into my problems later. <laughs> I'll get headphones. Pancake. I'll get headphones and we can talk shit. Talk shit, get hit, bro. <sighs> Matt Pinky. Super sweet. Blessed. Samana. The best. Fucking amazing. Goddess cuties. Yeah. We'll always remember that. We will. Best Mostly because we can remember something because scurvy didn't eat our brains. Best tangerines I've ever had in my life. Honestly, was it the best tangerines? Probably. Was the way we interacted with them <laughs> at all appropriate? No. Because now that I'm remembering how we ate them, had somebody looked in the car, they would have been like, I honestly want, because we just had the peels. And that was when we had all that shit on my dashboard. The dash trash apothecary, apothecary was live and had so much just plat, plant matter just drying. We were just like throwing peels everywhere. We just had trash because we had lived in the car. If you opened it up, you would have had the smell of straight up. That we still had the fucking pico de gallo riding in the back from I remember because we smelled something kind of spicy, and I was like, why does my car smell a little bit like vinegar? Like, feet, you know I get I it. Pumpkin that seeds? Your uncle washed our dishes. <laughs> From Oregon. Right, and you were like, I can, how about, what if, and my uncle was like, get out of my kitchen, I'm washing your dishes. And I'm like, I was like, Those do you know how? Crusty. I was also like watching him the whole time he was scrubbing my cast iron. He's like, Jordan? I know how your family is about these pans. Don't and he worry. It too. Yeah, good man. Put it inside a nice little bag. He gave us, ah, uh, blessed be, blessed be the fruit. It was a good time. My family are good people. We're just weird ones. Yeah. My adopted we were, family. We were that kind is. of awful, and we were awful in the hot weather. We were awful. We didn't do anything. Yeah, I think we did a little bit more in New Mexico, but that was because there was more places in Santa Fe to go inside to take a break from the heat. The productivity really stopped once the heat came into play. Yeah, because I remember once we got to Colorado, we were all over the place. Yeah, dude, and then we had fucking rotten-ass lamb <laughs> in the back. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that's that's the final episode is Colorado, which yeah, we, we love. We loved it. Scootin' Boogie from Colorado. Both, mostly because we stayed too damn long. I was like, it's so pretty here. We could stay another night. And you were like, but should we? And I was like, it's free. Anyways. Listen, I will say that I'm a stupid bitch. In Colorado, that's when I decided that I was just going to be late getting back to work. Actually, that was when I decided I refused to take you back. We both had really yeah. decided at that point that I was just kidnapping you. And that you could use that excuse. And I'd allow it. Yeah, I was for I made real, up like this if really you stupid lie that we'd been caught in a flood. Technically, it was technically a, it was a little bad. It wasn't a shit river piss winter though, because it had not gotten the song. You know what I mean? It didn't get the song, but when you have that much rain in the sand dunes, we will talk. Anyways, either either way, yeah, Arizona was truly a trip. It was really nice to go visit New Mexico, though. We get to talk about visiting the place Chloe works, and the museums we got to go see. It was kind of nice. The food we got to eat. Oh, man, the, the beer food. I drank. The hot, oh, my God, fucking Taos. Taos was sauce. so cute. I'm, I'm drooling again. All that and more on the next episode. We had some really good food. Truly. It was a blessing. And we needed it because we didn't eat nothing. Once we came out out of Colorado, we drove for two days. That was it. We were like, fuck it, we're going home. Cause at that yeah, we were going to go to fucking Oklahoma, too. We just didn't even make it there. Well, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. We kind of slingshotted ourselves, if you think about it, because we ended up having all that extra time because we cut out California, but then we didn't use it wisely. We're so good at this, but we're also really fucking stupid. We're so fucking good at this. <laughs> Anyways. We're probably going to make the same mistakes that we did last time, this next time. Oh, we're just going to plan a little bit better, you know? Especially if I have so much. Especially if I have to head out before you because of work stuff. I'm hoping that I can amass enough time off that I can just kind of take it in one go. That would be much better for me because I don't want to have to drive through the Midwest alone, but I could do it if I had to. Or yourself, rather. I would be scared. All right. We're going to turn this off. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey y'all, this is Jordan. I would just like to give some shout outs to people and say some thank yous. I'd like to say thank you, of course, to our listeners who have been keeping up with us, even though we've had some irregularities in how often we produce episodes, even though my skill with sound has drastically gotten better over time. Thanks for sticking with us. I'd also like to thank my patrons. Thanks for throwing money at us for our next trip and to keep us going and so that we can keep getting better equipment for y'all. I'd also like to thank my friend Rainy who did our song sampling and all of that. Uh, Their information is going to be on our page so that if you are interested in anything else that they do, you can check it out. A good place to follow us is at patreon.com slash the underscore rambler. That's the best place to support us. I post a lot of free content as well as a lot of locked content. So for those of you who may not be able to financially support us, no worries. Just go check out some of the extra stuff that we're doing so you can keep up with us. We have an Amazon wish list that's posted there. Lots of different ways to interact with us, including my Twitter, which is at Awkward Rambler. Well, I think that's about it. Now we can get back to it. <laughs>